everyone out there in this world. Thank you for tuning in today. This is an out of sync, offbeat walk and talk. As you'll see, I've done a little bit of changing up on my content schedule, but wanted to talk a little bit today about principles and first principles. And we're going, I'm going through, and in autonomy right now, there's uh, people who present courses and information and come on and, you know, provide their value to the other students or they do it in a way to practice some people. And so, if you've ever presented live information or even pre-recorded, um, after the first few times of doing it, you learn a few pauses, you learn a few, uh, something you missed, or you just get more practice on, on going through slides in, in the time that you want to. So, uh, for season four, Joshua Hale, of Autonomy and Autonomy Unlimited. He had the idea to use some content to onboard the students from Derek Brose's book, The Holistic Self-Assessment. And in the show notes of this on the website, tylerbloyer.com, you can find uh, that link to that site. And you can also get a free PDF download of the book. It's actually a workbook that you can download and go through. And so we reached out to Derek and he, you know, accepted or agreed to sharing that piece of work that he put out as part of an onboarding process. And then he offered or actually had the idea that he wanted to do a course with the holistic self-assessment. So he's actually going through right now and doing that. We're on week two of the holistic self-assessment course and principles was the main topic. And, you know, some people might assume that they've got that all figured out and that first principles are first principles or their moral standards or their principle, their ethical principles that they rely on uh, when it comes to making decisions are all set, you know, got that figured out. But the HSA, you know, one of the questions from the first chapter was, who am I? And this is a question to, you know, think about and contemplate on as you're going through the rest of the book even, as like, who am I? You know, what do I stand for? What is the self, you know? And a lot of this stuff kind of relies on underlying moral, or sorry, underlying axioms or underlying principles or philosophical concepts such as having a self, you know? And the, the book also assumes, or the workbook also assumes that you can control, you know, your behavior 
through analyzing what your first principles are and then attempting to align your behavior in the world with what you've come to understand as first principles and hopefully that's a coming through an understanding of discovery and knowledge and wisdom about reality and not just indoctrinated accepted beliefs that uh, or sets of behavior that you've accepted from others. So there's an assumption that one can fr freely change their mind or, or analyze uh, their stance and be able to align their behavior with that. So that's an assumption of free will versus like a deterministic mindset, right? And then there's also a an assumption of the self. And uh, a, an assumption that there's a self to develop and a, an identity called the self or something called the self that may be even uh, lasting through time, identity, identity through time, right? So if we look at that and we look at free will and we look at how sort of the freedom movement in general sort of classifies the position of humanity as being enslaved, but a lot of the terminology and principles put forward end up reflecting a reality of almost like a mixture of principles, a mixture of philosophical concepts that don't always line up. Also, what am I talking about, right? Well, what are those things that don't exactly line up? Well, some people would have definitely a different take, but one, and other principles to list. But one of the principles I know that there's is popular to talk about is, you know, the word that kind of gets overly used, and I'm kind of tired of hearing about it, but the non-aggression principle. And the non-aggression principle, we can analyze it as a principle in itself, right? We can, we can view that principle and find out what axioms, what fundamental axioms of the universe and laws of nature that the non-aggression principle is based on. And we could talk about, you know, is the nature of the universe that it's non-aggressive? Is there a way you can see that things operate better if there's a better or worse, right? If there's like a, a goal and things are moving towards a better mint or a more evolved state Again, mixing <laughs> worldviews and philosophies here. But then, is it non-aggressive? Do we see in nature that there's non-aggression? Can we base our principle on, on that? Well, we can if we're also calling something good or bad, something better or worse, and then wanting to move towards the good. 
right? Then we're assuming a moral objectivity. So there's another assumption that there's such a thing as right and wrong. And uh, so it's not just moral relativism. It's not just survival of the fittest, right? <clears throat> now the issue is, is if you apply the non-aggression principle universally to things happening here, like the situation of, say, external government, or uh, even like an attempt to rep have representative government, and then recognizing that or listing that as something that's a, a violent force against people, right? That the citizens of a government are forcefully uh, designated as such, that there's no choice, that they're all forced to do it and brainwashed into doing it, right? And that if we all just were voluntary and lived by the non-aggression principle, that we could have our free society, right? That we could have our free state. <laughs> well, that's mixing what I'm talking about. That's mixing those principles because, and it's mis mixing worldviews and philosophical concepts that don't mix, right? Because it's assuming that one can change. It's assuming that one can make the free will effort to change their behavior and no longer do certain things that end up advocating for the government to be the, the so-called ruler of other people <clears throat> and be able to enforce laws with violence and through the threat of violence to its uh, citizens, you know, to people breaking its laws and to people going to work nowadays, <laughs> people trying to work. But it also assumes in saying that it should be voluntary, in saying that it's forced, in saying that it's mandatory, such as like, I don't know, paying taxes or obeying whatever edict, like wearing a mask, right? Or not going somewhere because you don't have a mask. Those are forced violence, right? But that's mixing concepts because it's saying that there are certain things in your life that are involuntary. There are certain behaviors that we take out and carry out and other people carry out that are involuntary, that they just do like programmed robots, that they have no free will decision in those moments to actually make a decision for themselves, right? But the solution to that is to like start making decisions for yourself, to start enacting your free will. Well, then you have free will. So that means that it's always voluntary. And, and this gets into like, well, people are brainwashed and, and you know, there's all this indoctrination and brainwashing their whole life that goes on. So they have no control over what they do. Really, really. So grown adults who ignore information, who spend their lives wasting on recreation and vacation 
right? Instead of vocation, research, hard work, you know, going through the dark night of the soul. And, uh, you know, pay attention to the media and believe everything the media says. And ignore all the information around them that they could be consuming and taking in and learning from. That's, that's all, you know, because they're just so brainwashed, right? There's no free will involved. So again, see, see how it's all messy? Like you mix in like, oh, they have no control, but they need to get control. Well, why, at what point do they gain control? And it's like, oh, well, when they're practicing consciousness. Okay. So if, if it's because they're brainwashed and they're forced and there's no ability for them to change anything in that way, well, then, at, like, at what point does the human being get the control over their own life to start making decisions for themselves? Now, with children, this is an interesting question, right? And you'll also see, like, people try to apply the non-aggression principle, like, to children and start to get into weird things where they, like, can't even ask the child to do something because it's, like, a form of aggression and things and it's because the non-aggression principle the reason why when you start to apply it it starts to fall apart in ways like this is because it it may not be the most coherent way of organizing what morality and principle should be so that's gotten me back to well from question two back to the holistic self-assessment you know what is the first principles then You know, and in chapter two, there's uh, examples or three kind of fundamental rules or principles given. And that was the golden rule, uh, self-ownership, and the seventh generation principle. Now, I would encourage you to just read through the book. And then if you're interested in the course... Uh, talk to Derek about the official way that he wants to have people get a hold of him for that. In fact, he may not even really talked about it publicly yet, being as though nobody watches my videos. <laughs> it's not a big deal if I talk about it. I was going to put a hat on today, because I know how it is. You put a little hair gel in your hair, and then these flies out here, man, they just love it. So then I'm on my video like, she's <laughs> freaking annoying. So, so yeah, so it's like the golden rule. Uh, it definitely, I think is probably one of the best things that we got as far as when it comes to understanding that your attempt and goal should be to cause less suffering and try to cause no suffering, right? Well, then we have something we can aim at. As long as that's how you feel about suffering and you're not a masochist or something, right? So that works. And then just thinking more myself about the laws of nature itself, themselves, and cause and effect, and kind of operating from that way, 
and then expanding from there beyond just the basic things of like don't hurt people okay got it you know we can start there and so the non-aggression principle in that way and I would just call it more of like the law of freedom tying it back to, to natural law which is just that as you know human beings in a society are more moral in the aggregate the more free they will be and the less moral they are then the less free they will be so what is freedom you know what is moral what is right and wrong is there such a thing or is it all just predetermined are you just a predetermined you know machine who has no free will because that is the other side of the argument right and when you mix it together and say well there's no free will but there is free will well you're mixing you know basically like atheistic determinism or like materialism with consciousness and spirituality and free will you know and uh, when you say something like that like knowledge of the self or the ability to control oneself or to not you know advocate that yourself like all that is claiming a self right <laughs> and assuming a lot of other philosophical concepts that don't have anything to do with or you know with uh, philosophical determinism which is again the other side of the argument of do you have a choice in the matter of what whoa whoa the things lost me here I see there we go <clears throat> So you always have a choice in the matter. And the seventh generation principle looking at like, how do I make what I have sustainable for others in future generations? And how do I make it even better if possible for them and safeguard what we have? And not just the land and the clean air and the you know ability to move around, but f freedom in general you know, or freedom to even come on and have your opinion be just said the way that you see it, you know, on a, online and not have it be completely censored, not have it be like some of my recent FBI posts or Facebook posts, the Fed book, you know, having information that could be counter to the mainstream narrative because they've got it all figured out, right? Everything they they know everything, so we can't have alternate opinions outside of what of what the uh, Ministry of Truth there knows. Things like that. <laughs> you know, closing in on the decisions that you have. So expanding our decisions, expanding the possibilities, taking in honest approaches and a, a whole holistic assessment to what are your first principles and what are principles in general and how do we discover these things and who are you and are you in alignment with what you've discovered and 
have found to be the things that you're calling your principles. And a nice little juxtaposition of some of the more modern twists on some of these philosophical concepts. You know, I'm not a philosopher or something. I don't wear any flattering titles. I'm just a guy. I'm just a human being doing and being and experiencing. So, um, yeah, anyway, subscribe to Tyler Bloyer at tylerbloyer.com. It's Tyler of tylerbloyer.com. I know, it's like, who, who's this guy's fucking marketing guy, right? <laughs> and maybe we'll do a more on that in the future, too, just why I like to just go with, you know, my government slave name in general. I'm just kidding. Uh, you know, the, the name isn't uh, something that's a label, right? Besides being the label that it is. Uh, it's not something that's like a set of rules that we're supposed to do or something that... And uh, that can be skewed and completely taken. Like, it's just me uh, putting out uh, my opinion, my thoughts on under my name. I have, you know, no expectation. I'm not trying to, like, get you to go buy something right away. Um, if there's a valuable service or a valuable thing that I've come across and I happen to promote it because I've found huge value in it myself, that's different than like me having an Amazon store linked to the latest gadgets I'm buying to do my walk and talk and then like promoting it and having a sponsor, you know. And so, yeah, if you want to stay abreast, if you'd like to stay close to me, just go ahead and subscribe at tylerbloyer.com. Again, I send out emails once in a while, just keeping people updated on what's going on. And then in the future, if there's fun and exciting things going on that I would like to communicate out to you, uh, email has been a very good way to do that. So uh, there's a couple ways to do that. You can also go to the front page and check out some of the more recent walk and talks and live streams. Uh, if you like the topic today on the non-aggression principle, I did a series called Falling Into the Movement Traps, where we talk about a lot of the different labels and things that people assume on their journey. And, uh, you know, we're just on a journey and we need to keep going and keep pushing on the journey and not settle halfway up the mountain with uh, kind of halfway principles and not really living by them and then just you know, going and getting upset with how the world is versus just the continuing, you know, battle, the inner battle of transmuting and growing and not letting the world completely drag you down. Coming out of it, you know, light as a feather rather than weighed down, bogged down, poisoned and completely um, just like put in molasses after you get done, right? Like it's pretty bad out there. But that's not an excuse to stay productive and stay positive and keep doing what needs to be done because it's probably going to get worse. I can tell you that. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. Have a good one.